Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. We want to build this thing to be as big as it can be, and we want to make more podcasts, like a lot more podcasts. We have so many ideas for podcasts. We have like a bajillion podcast ideas, but we can't do it alone. If you enjoyed this episode and want more Bacon and Eggs, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and check out our new $10 tier, which grants you access not only to our bonus show, The Hash Browns, but you'll also get the unedited episodes of Bacon and Eggs, which come out like two to three days early. So you can hear all the behind the scenes moments that go into making an episode. We could really use your help to make this podcast the best it can possibly be. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs! I'm Tyler. And I'm Ethan! And today we're heading to the north. Or maybe we're just crashing our ship! So save a horse and ride the water! And do the next right thing! Because today we're bringing you... Frozen 2 Electric Boogaloo! Ethan, before I get into the stats, I just want to tell you something. Yeah. I'm dying. Are you dying? That's what I heard. I, I am so sick. I, I Earlier, I sent you and Mary Clay a text of Harry Potter, and I got in response, Ethan, I'm dying. Directed to me <laughs> in a group chat. Well, I wanted Mary Clay to know that I was dying in case she needed to cover for me. So that was, fortunately, she was supposed to record tonight. Unfortunately, her guest had to reschedule. So could have been fortunate again. But, but here, here, here is I Tyler. Here very I sick. Am. Rocking it like a hurricane. Fuck you like a hurricane! Alright, Frozen 2, Frozen II, was directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. It was released on November 22nd, 2019, just three days ago. It was on an estimated 170 plus million dollar budget. So many millions of dollars. So many millions of dollars. But opening weekend it's already made back 358.5 million dollars which is so many dollars ethan that's the biggest ever for an animated so, movie so many dollars it got a 76 percent critic rating and a 93 percent audience rating on rotten tomatoes and a 65 on metacritic now i'm gonna let you talk for a little bit while i die <laughs> well before we uh get too far into it i do have a negative review from a professional critic at uh, the Wall Street Journal. I say professional because I don't know how much the Wall Street Journal knows about movies. I have no idea. They could probably just be like, hey, Associated Press, can you please give us a, a film reviewer? But it just and seems then... like Wall Street Journal would be like, mm, bull markets on this one, guys. Bull markets. <laughs> Actually, I think bull market is the good one. I don't know how stocks work. Anyway, John Anderson of the Wall Street Journal says, the whole thing left me cold, partly because there's no actual villain and thus very little concrete drama. It's called Man vs. Self, okay? And you learned about in 11th grade English John Anderson. It's You could call Jeez. this man for self. You could also definitely, definitely call this man versus nature. You could. Uh, I've got a positive Or man versus God? There's a villain here. Uh -huh. It just doesn't, it doesn't call itself Hans. Yes, although he is in it. I've got a negative review or a positive review from Richard Roper from the Chicago Sun-Times from like Ebert and Roper. So that's really the only review that matters. Uh, he says, one of the most beautifully animated films of the decade filled with stunning visual pyrotechnics and incredible attention to detail, which I feel like is very careful to not say, yeah, this is a good story. <laughs> I mean, like, here's my thing. If this is one of the most beautifully animated movies of the decade, if, if you say this is the most beautifully animated movie of the decade, it's the most beautifully animated movie ever. Yeah. Like, we've gotten better at doing that. Right. Th this decade is better than the last yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would say that this is like this is one of the most, if not the most, beautifully animated movie ever. I would agree. I think there's some contenders. You got to look at a uh, good dinosaur. No, you don't actually. I do. This is so good much better than so good pretty. dinosaur. Just in terms of like, As a, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In terms of animated cinematography. This wins. This is really, really good. Yeah. In that regard. Let me like, tell you about my experience with Froton. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I went to the movies. There's a bunch of kids there. Um, I watched the movie going in knowing it had negative reviews, which gave me sort of like, I'm not going to like this kind of expectations. And with the exception of like one glaring problem, I really liked this. What was your glaring problem? Can I go ahead and spoil? I mean, this is a spoiler full show. Yeah, this is a spoiler so. full show. If you're listening and have not seen Frozen 2 yet, uh, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. You're going to go see it and you're going to come back now. Cool. So here's the thing. You know what makes How to Drain Your Dragon three so good how to drain your dragon how to drain your dragon yeah it's about uh step about one like a type you of... hang it by its feet and then no i'm not gonna keep going into that actually yeah that was kind of gross i was thinking more like a dragon brand rv i was thinking like you... you know like a cow like when you when you prepare a cow for for meeting i was thinking like a deer i mean the same cows. thing <laughs> but you don't hunt cows that'd be the easiest hunt ever i look there's a cow <laughs> <laughs> boom it's in a field <laughs> It doesn't move a whole lot. <laughs> and you know, if it does, you probably just hit another cow. <laughs> anyway. You ever played you know a cow? To... No. Have you played the Angry Goose game for Switch? No, I haven't. It looks phenomenal. It does. Uh, my one of the, On the last tour I went on, one of the guys in the band that I was out with, out with had the Angry Goose game, and it looked like a lot of fun. Um, I don't know how much anyway, it costs. You... If it's $60, I don't want it. No, if it's like $4, then yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, if it's anything under probably $14.99. Anything greater, so you... less than or equal to $14.99. Do you know what makes How to Drain Your Dragon so good? Have you ever played Hey Cow? No. You should play- They okay. lose Burke. They lose Burke. Burke is lost. There are consequences for their actions. I was going to explain this to you how whole... to play Hey Cow. So you could play on road trips with your family, but that's cool. I will get there. But I in 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 How to Train Your Dragon, they lose Burke. It's they pronounced Burke. Burke. They lose Burke. Burke to the to the dragon hordes. It's it's pronounced uh, Burke so much in those movies that when Jay Baruchel Berchel Barackle, I don't know how to pronounce that dude's last name. When when the guy that plays Hiccup is like, yeah, I'm from Burke. I'm like, you said that wrong. You're the main character <laughs> right. and you said that wrong. Uh, they lose Burke. You know what happens in Frozen 2? Arendelle just like, oh, the dam doesn't matter. Well, I know that, they're like, totally going to lose Arendelle in Frozen 3. Electric Boogaloo with three O's. Frokio Drift? Frokio Drift. <laughs> Is when, when Elsa gets kicked out of high school and thus has to move to like yeah too too frozen too furious. Uh, I I just wish that they would have lost Arendelle. Everybody was out of the city. It like it was the the balancing retribution that I felt like we deserved, but we did not get. It also could have like definitely given Disney a leg into the like make this a real thing. Is like this is why there's no Arendelle anymore, and now they're gonna move to Oslo. Yes, or they're gonna move to the North Woods. Also, I really like this movie. I watched the whole thing and I was like, I really like this. Tell me about your experience with Frozen 2, because then I have a follow-up question about Frozen 2. So, I, yeah, I kind of went into this movie with very, I wouldn't say very low expectations, but I just sort of tried to to minimize the the having of expectations, because, like, I do really enjoy Frozen 1. I, I've enjoyed Frozen 1 a little bit more every time I've watched it, and to so begin good. with, I sort of enjoyed it more than I ever thought I was going to. Oh. Yeah, no, I love Frozen 1. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It, like, it's, I it's... Am Moana! Yeah, so good. That's um, that's Moana. Frozen. That's what, Frozen. What you just sang was the like the I am Moana song from 
Moana from Frozen. From Frozen. I don't even know. Like, it, it, I don't know how to tell you this, man. Like, that's, <laughs> that's from Frozen. I've not seen it. Moana. Yeah. What you're watching Lin-Manuel is not Miranda. Moana. It's got water, that's, sort of in a few different no, states. If, if there's, if there is a a Disney movie that is not Moana, that is Moana. It's this one. When she like runs into the ocean, I was like, I leaned over to my girlfriend and I was like, This is really familiar. I am Moana. I was just like Elsa. If you just go get the heart of Tafiti, the ocean will help you get there. The problem is she is the heart of Tafiti. Well, turn. Turns out, I didn't know that at that point. They had to keep something from me because everything uh, that, no, so I, everything that had kept happening in this movie, it, they had that first scene that was like, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. And then the, like, they, when they got to the part with the ship, they were like, how does the ship get here? And I'm like, did you really not see this coming? Y'all are, <laughs> y'all are idiots. I, uh, no, I, I really I, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I was going to because I had also heard sort of negative things about it. Um, and even still, I, I've I thought, heard like a lot of like hardcore Disney fans being like, yeah, it was okay. I, I don't get that. This movie was so good. It was so good. Let me follow up that question. Um, I don't know how lukewarm or hot or frozen you were with the first soundtrack, but I know that that was banging in my vehicle for probably six months after I saw Frozen. Like, the craze hit me hard. Uh, I will say with Frozen 2, I have not opened the soundtrack because despite, you know, Jonathan Groff getting a real song and like, you know, Olaf <sighs> getting a better song, uh, I felt like the great things about the first one were like Love's an Open Door, First Time in Forever, Let It Go, and I didn't get anything even close to that quality this time. Uh, yeah, I think this the songs are definitely much less timeless. Yes. Um, for sure. It's like, I, I've, I've been struggling to sort of remember the names of the songs. I know there's one that people keep telling me, like, oh, man, you're going to listen to it afterwards. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, so good. But I mean, with the exception of, uh, yeah, I've, I haven't really ever listened to the Frozen soundtrack. Like, I don't think there's been a time. I've, I've gone and listened to Frozen Heart a couple times because I sang that in like choir um but other than that like i i can't really point to a time where i've gone like i'm gonna listen to frozen soundtrack today oh i've done that a lot i've done that many times with moana i've done that with both yeah yeah no i've done it much more with moana overall i like the songs from moana better um i think that the songs in frozen one stand out better as like isolated pieces whereas the songs in this movie sort of made the movie like i thoroughly enjoyed them when i was watching them and i don't really remember them now that I'm not watching it anymore, but when it was happening, I was like, man, all of this is so good. Yes. I will say, I've seen a few negative reviews, not just about the music, but just about the whole movie in general, that are like, well, they really kind of had to force a story out of this thing. And my response to that is like, yes. Yes, they did. They they wrote one complete story and decided like they did with every other princess movie that that would be the end of it. Now, I know there have been like straight to DVD movies of sequels of all sorts of Disney stuff, but Disney actually like producing a made for theater sequel is extremely uncommon in the pr- princess vein. Oh, for sure. And I didn't feel like this story was forced at all. Oh, I didn't think so either. I felt like it was like, oh, we get to learn more about where Elsa gets her powers. I, I, I loved this movie to the point where I was like, this feels like it is a Frozen movie made for me. For Ethan. Not for Ethan, but for like, you know, it, it definitely feels like this movie was made for kids that were eight to 10 years old when Frozen 1 came out. And now they're like 16. And yeah, they're like 16, 17, 18, you know, that sort of range. I, I did feel like it was powerful. It was big it was, and dark and complicated. It was big and dark and complicated. Like, what 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 were the kids in your theater like? Because I went to a, I went to an absolutely slam-packed theater full of people. To the point where there was a group next to me that put uh, like 14 people in eight seats. So I know we've talked about this a little bit. Um, We have, but not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. That's why I was sort of introducing the the conversation the same way that I did at dinner last night. Right. 
I think when you went to the theater, it took a small group of kids getting restless to like spread like the plague. Right. I feel like when you're six and one other seven year old is like, this movie's stupid. Like your whole world shifts to being like, yeah, this movie's stupid. That definitely happened in my screening. Yeah. That did not happen in my screening. They they were completely engaged the entire time, which was a really cool thing yeah, to no, watch. Yeah, no, not at all. They, like, laughed when they were supposed to obviously laugh, but other than that, it seemed like there was the just- The parents are dead. There was just a lot of, like, yeah, a lot of, the, like, moments like that happening, and you could just hear it whooshing over their heads. Yeah. I, I did think the jokes were pretty, pretty age diverse. I, I yeah, laughed at the Yeah, jokes. there were definitely, there was moments in there when like, oh, this is going to captivate any child audience. You know what I, you know what gets me about uh, grownups who like never watch Disney movies after their childhood? Like they just didn't watch movies is they'll pop in a Disney movie and be like, oh my gosh, I love Disney because they put in all these adult jokes and it's so funny. I, I don't, I do not get that. I don't watch Disney movies and think like, oh wow, look at all these adult jokes. I just think that these particular grownups are not giving kids enough credit. No, no, I, I think that you're in the wrong here no like shrek that's got adult jokes correct shrek walks it's not up to just the castle disney, and, but no that's i know the thing is nobody stopped watching shrek well that's the thing shrek is great but like he walks up to the castle and is like maybe he's compensating for something that's an adult joke disney you is know, disney is is and has always been slicker about it is the thing oh yeah shrek's just straight up not a kid yeah like movie. there are there are, are jokes <laughs> that like the kids aren't getting those jokes i know because i was a kid and i'm now not a kid and i watched toy story and i'm like man he said he really said those things like there's things that i that 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 that, that, that they say in the pixar movie especially where I'm like, Did that, has, that, has that always been there? I don't know. I guess I just don't see it. Maybe, maybe I had a very advanced level of joke comprehension as a youth. I don't know. No, oh, that's not, not true. I knew you when you were young. You didn't. I mean, not when I was like five. No, but when you were like 11. There's a snake in my boot. Because when we were 11, we were all laughing at the same dumb stuff, man. Like we were. I think when we were 11, if they even uh, the thing about Shrek when I was 11 that I didn't get, it's like he would always say maybe he's compensating for something. And I would be like, I don't know what that means. Exactly. That's in a joke. That's in a joke. That's a joke for an adult. But that's a DreamWorks film. That's not a Disney film. I don't know. When I watched this movie, there wasn't a single moment where I was like, oh my gosh, they just made a grown-up joke. But you're a grown-up now. You're, that's just, we just call those jokes. That's true. This is like, I mean, you can, you can say this, but this is like an observed phenomenon among people. I don't know. Maybe I just don't see it. Maybe I, that's not the reason I like Disney movies now. I like them for the family-friendly humor too. It's not like the only thing that can make me laugh is when there's a little well, compensating Well, they do, they joke. do family-friendly humor better than other companies is the thing. That's the truth. The family-friendly yeah. humor in like Minions movies is just dumb. Yes. I'll tell like, you. I was you I, in, in this movie, I was laughing at, the, I was laughing at stuff the kids weren't laughing at, but I was also laughing at the stuff the kids were laughing at. Yeah. Yeah. When the kids laughed, I would be like, ha. <laughs> this this movie suffers from a thing that more and more animated movies and like family friendly movies are suffering from, and it's just sort of a thing that's gonna happen. But like family friendly movies are starting to adopt good comedic timing as opposed to like wait for the kids to laugh timing. Yes, because that whole scene where Olaf is recounting what happened in Frozen One, I I heard the first joke. I'll tell you, I I do have a minor complaint about that. I thought that Olaf recounting it was funny, and I thought her blowing up Hans was funny, but I also felt like you don't need to keep referencing Frozen One. So tongue in cheek. What do you mean? I, I just felt like they were like, hey, this movie's good because it's you remember Frozen One? That was good. I was like, no, this movie's good on its own. I mean, I definitely, I, I definitely feel the opposite of that. I left the theater going, man, I'm really glad they didn't spend the whole time referencing Frozen One. Oh, I felt like they did. I did not feel like that at all. There was no, there was like, barely any like, there was barely any song callback at all. There was an entire song called Reindeers Are Better Than People. That's the song from the original. Is it's called the Reindeers the Are Better Than People Continued. Oh, well, he said, he literally said it the first time. He was like, I know reindeers are better than people. Yeah. 
Because it's the song from the first one. Right, but he said that one line and then then went into a whole different song. Yeah, people, we'll break you in our juju. Oh, man. I love the first one. I love both of them. Who am I kidding? This is a genuinely good trip to the movie theater. I was like, man, this is... I... As of right now, I've seen it once. And as of right now, uh, November 25th, 2019, I like this better than Frozen. No, I don't. By like a wide margin. I I was, I I liked the story much more. I was captivated by the world, by the characters, by the introduction of new characters and new ideas and people that have been trapped in the fog for 30 years. I I liked the whole thing. I I enjoyed Anna's story arc. I was shocked when Anna didn't have fire powers, but that's just me. Yes, I I thought thought for sure we were going to discover that Anna was a like fire mage. Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Did you think the colonists were going to be the ones to attack first? What? What do you mean? The, like, Arendellians. Oh, yeah, 100%. You did? Yeah, when the, when he was telling that whole story, I'm mm. like, oh, man. I was, I was, I was, obviously, this is the point, and it's like, you know, they gotta, like, not, I don't want to say dumb it down, but it's gotta be a little bit obvious for the children listening, compared to, like, me, an adult who's watched hundreds of movies. Right. And is, like, familiar with plot devices, I'm like, oh, man, what's up, bud? I guarantee you this story isn't happening the way you're telling your children it's happening. Yes. But I don't think that he knew, did he? That his father was the one... No, I don't think war. he knew. I don't think he was being a bad dude. I don't think he knew. I think he saw the battle and that was it. I mean, that's how the story was told. But me as the, you know, skeptical movie goer was like, hmm, I bet it didn't happen that way. Right. I feel like the side that says we don't know who started it is the side that started it. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> also, I liked the the like there was definitely a, a little bit of and I don't want to get into politics or anything. There's definitely a little bit of political commentary here where when Anna is like, hey, Elsa says that uh, that that um, that we were the ones that started and we should believe her. And all the guys are just kind of like, yeah, OK, maybe we should fix our mistakes from the past. Cool. Yes. That was just a a lot of like and, and that's the great thing about movies is movies can just do that you can just insert the story in a way that it might not necessarily happen in real life yes and so i liked that moment did you what did you think of the the um rock giants were you like oh this is an appropriate amount of rock giant or were you like i feel like i don't know the threat enough yeah kind of there was that was one of two things where i was like i feel like there's something missing here like a scene i def- i definitely felt like there was a scene that was missing of right at the beginning when elsa hears the voice and she goes and makes all the crystal things and then 30 seconds later everything explodes and and everybody's like elsa what did you do and i'm like elsa what did you do actually because i don't know can you explain it you want to yeah you want to learn how it happened what did you she because from my point of view she sang a cool song and that was it i guess that and pissed that, off the yeah uh, and she's like there's no fire and that whole thing happened really quickly she's like there's no fire there's no water and i was like i didn't notice that at all so that was the time the i felt like there's a scene missing and then yeah definitely the uh the the earth giants they were just like there's earth giants and i was like okay cool uh, then what this seems like a really just vague threat yes it's like ever present in the jungle is right like everybody knows there's earth giants i just felt like this thing i bet if i go back and watch frozen one there's like a a scene that i never saw before where anna was like no elsa don't go near the front the the earth giants no like when they were kids or whatever yeah no some happen. sort of lore there. I, that wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. I think if, if I was under the impression that when they wrote Frozen, they had any intention of continuing the story, uh, I think I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. I see where they put these little eggs in. But now they have to like retcon the whole thing, which right. I think is interesting. I mean, it's always tough. It's kind of like how, you know, there was a lot of stuff in Empire Strikes Back that's just like, we're just going to ignore what we said here. We're going to pretend. And then in, in, in Return of the Jedi, they were like, yeah, they're siblings. Yeah. <laughs> I know that makes that one scene a little weird. That's why when George but, Lucas is like, yep, had the whole thing planned out before I even started writing them. I'm like, mm, okay, you, bud. <laughs> you got some weird stuff. What's your sister look like, George? You made out with your sister, dude. <laughs> 
Oh man! But all all in all, uh, Wally is probably my favorite Pixar movie. That has absolutely nothing to do with this. I know. I was just thinking about it. I don't know that I, I like this better than Moana, but it's close. Moana's really freaking good. Moana's really good, and it has the songs to back it up. Yeah, it's got better music. It 100%. has the things I like about this one and the things I like about the first one rolled into one package. And it's also got more Dwayne Johnson. And it has Moana. infinitely more Dwayne Johnson. What can I say except? You're welcome. Although I would, I'd be down. Older. I'd be down for like a Moosen crossover. Moosen, like all of a sudden the Hawaiian Islands freeze. Yeah, that would be one heck of a journey. Yeah, I know we were in Norway, but we either crossed all of the Western Hemisphere or the Eastern Hemisphere. Yeah, and here we are in Hawaii. Yep. Basically, that would be cool though. Just like uh, you know, Teka comes to attack uh, Norway or the coconut people, Kokamora. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I was, I was a big, big fan of this one. Um, yeah, I guess there's things I could probably complain about, I, but I don't see the things that most people are complaining about. I'll tell you the truth. Let's look at some more of these negative reviews. My fear with looking at negative reviews is somebody's going to point something out and I'll be like, ah, ah dang it. There it goes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There, that's you're exactly so right. So far, I nobody think... has made a, uh, nobody has made a comment to me directly where I'm like, yeah, okay, I feel that. Like, I know Mary Clay doesn't like it. She did not, but she didn't make a compelling argument. No, no. offense, Mary Clay. So Brian Viner of the Daily Mail of the UK says, it's one thing watching the final credits roll to see the names of the voice cast, but by the time they detail all the people who worked on the film's data and pipeline infrastructure, He'll be more than ready for the exit. Three out of five. I feel like he kind of missed the point. Was that wait? Was that dude complaining about the the credits the being of the too credits. long? Yeah, yeah. Brian Viner. Wait, was there a post credit scene that I didn't watch? No, no idea. All right. Well, Sven, don't you think I'm right? I feel like there's a lot of reviews. Andrea Thompson, a reel of one's own. Too bad Frozen 2 doesn't so much chart a new path as echo the one previously laid out. I just disagree. There's two huge arcs. Uh, Elsa doesn't just control her fr ice powers now. She, like, mm. is Mother Nature, and Anna is the queen of Arendelle. ScreenRant.com. Like Frozen 2's after credit scene is the movie's best joke. Well. Well, dang it. I didn't even consider. Mm, I didn't either. Uh, can I watch it somewhere is the real question. Probably not. Let's see. Does not look like it. Do we know what the joke is? No, no, we do not. I'm looking it up. I don't. I feel like I feel like a lot of these negative reviews from professional film critics are very much like comparing it to the original, which I I don't necessarily see the point of. Because like if that's the case, then when Star Wars comes out, you gotta be like, well, it's not freaking Attack of the Clones, so yes, obviously it's good. Say that again. I was reading. A lot of these negative reviews are comparing it to Frozen 1, which I don't feel like is fair. Um, I think the movie stands fine on its own. It does have like the recaps of the first story, which I thought were silly and fun, but it is its own film. And if you're going to say, well, it's not it's not good because it's not as good as Frozen, well, then it's like, well, hold on now, buddy. How did you feel about The Last Jedi? Because it's definitely better than freaking Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But you like Attack of the Clones. I like Attack of the Clones. I also like The Last Jedi. <laughs> I like all Star Wars. I guess the critics also like The Last Jedi, so there's not much argument to be made there. Yeah, no. Last Jedi was dope, but Jedi I'm not going to do another 30-minute rant on how excited I am for The Rise of Skywalker, as we've done every week. We've only got a few weeks left, Ethan. There's only so many chances for you to tell people how excited you are for Rise of Skywalker. I, I'm, I've already told them. All right, people, I've got to share a little story with you. In approximately less than a month, between now and Christmas, ye the listener, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker 
is going to come out as well as like probably three or four more episodes of the Mandalorian. I can tell you right now, nothing in the history of cinema is more exciting than the four weeks we have coming up in front of us. You know, I can just delete everything you say, right? Like I'm the one that edits this show. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can just I replace you. you I could, I could replace you saying like, I'm a huge butt face. <laughs> but I've never said that. I'm sure that you have said I'm and a and huge and butt and face. That's more Maybe. effort than I want to put into it. But like, can we not talk about the Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> wow. Okay. Somebody hates Star Wars. I get it. Um, if only I could throw something at you through <laughs> Skype. I would. I'm sick, Ethan. I'm dying. And do you know what Gatorade I'm drinking right now? Probably like grape. <laughs> Is that your final answer? No, it's obviously yellow. No, it's not. It's great. Is it grape? A little Riptide Rush. Why did you Emily buy No, 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 no. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey. Riptide Rush and grape are not the same thing. Whatever. It's ripped. It's purple. It's Riptide Rush. Yeah, but Riptide Rush isn't bad. Grape, like OG, like grape is gross. Let me tell you how I came across having Riptide Rush. Uh, I'm sick, as you may have heard, and Emily went into the Kenny Rogers. That's Kroger, for those of you not, not initiated. Um, and... She came out and she's like, I got two packs of Gatorade. And I was like, sweet. Thank you so much. You didn't by chance get yellow Gatorade, did you? Because that's my favorite. And she goes, she goes, uh, Tyler, yellow Gatorade is far too pedestrian for you. I didn't think you'd want it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was Wait, like, is that, is, oh, that, is that a true story? That's a true story. I'm texting her right now. <laughs> it's like, no. She did not buy blue either, which is good because blue is trash. Uh, but yeah, but light blue is dope. No, any any blue bluterade is is trash. We call it Gator Blade because I'd rather drink. I literally just texted her blades. and said, "I've never been more proud of you." She's gonna be sitting at the table and she's gonna. Be, what the heck? Why did Ethan just text that to me? I'll explain it. Um, I've got a question from a, a longtime listener of the show. John Negroni wants to know, can somebody please explain Billie Eilish to me? And I would like to take this opportunity to say, John, Billie Eilish is absolutely no different than any other pop singer that's ever come out uh, and been a hit with the youth, but not with 30 year olds. Correct. That's the whole thing. She's literally the bad guy to John. <laughs> she's, she's she represents thing. a thing that he can't handle. It's Well, the thing he can't handle is growing older, right? Correct. Which, sorry, John. I don't mean to put you on blast here. It's uh, All of us can't handle this. All of a sudden, there's a new pop star. Because and, it's the same reason I don't, I don't like it. Billie Eilish. Right. Where I'm like, like, hey, stay in your lane, youth. Right. It's hey, my generation back. that makes the music. Thank you. Right. Give me back One Direction, please. Oh, cannot excite, tell you how excited I am for the Harry Styles album I still don't know the name of. Is it called Watermelon Sugar? It is not. That's the song. I, mm. Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles is a banger. Fine is Line it, is the name of it. Fine Line or Fine Lines? Fine Line. Singular. One fine, one line. You can buy a Coke bottle green double vinyl of Fine Line for $37.98 from harrystyles.co.uk. Coke, Coke, Coke bottles are red. No, like the glass. I don't know what you want. What? It's still red on the glass No, bottle. the glass is green. Is it made, is the vinyl made of glass? No, it's made of vinyl. The glass is clear. The, not the Coke bottle glass. Hang Coke on. bottle glass is clear. I used nope. to hand out Cokes nope. every day nope. at work. They're nope. clear. Nope. They didn't used to be. That color. I just sent it to you. That is immediately recognized. That's what I would call that color. It's Coke bottle green. Uh-uh. I wouldn't have called it that. I would I have. I would have called it seafoam. I would anyway, have called it I'm excited by, or for Fine Line by Harry Styles to come out, which is not a sentence I ever thought I would say, but I did go back and listen to more than just Sign of the Times from Harry Styles' last solo album, and he like he does like classic rock. It's good. It's a good rock yeah. and roll music. 
Rock and roll. Save rock and roll. Oh, I'm dying. Uh, no. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. You're not dying. You just don't have anything good to do. <laughs> I did feel like Cameron. I will tell you that. I was laying in my bed. Can I tell you my anxiety dream I had? I know people telling people about their dreams is only boring, but let me tell you about my anxiety dream. Okay. So I, in my dream, was at the Grand Canyon, which was cool. It was like sunset, and I saw a color purple I'd never seen before at, of the sunset over the Grand Canyon. But my anxiety was that I was going to fall into the Grand Canyon. Like I was like petrified because if I go any closer, I'm going to fall in. I'm going to fall in and I'm going to fall. I did not end up falling. I ended up going to a shop where they sold like outdoor gear. And then as soon as I walked in, they handed me a, a cola. And I was like, oh, I used to do this. I used to work at a store that handed out glass, clear glass bottle Cokes to every customer that came through. But I was still stressed about falling into the Grand Canyon. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty I, okay thing to be stressed about. Like, I'm glad well, you didn't I say, like, I was like, oh, it's like a phobia. Because, like, that's a pretty decent thing to be afraid of. Like, if you're at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> now, if you have a fear of falling in the Grand Canyon and you've never been to Arizona in your life, then, like. <laughs> that's that's where I was. I woke up. I was like, Emily, 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 I'm very scared right now. And she was like, why? Shut up. And I was like, no, dead serious. I'm horrified. And she was like, okay, should we go get the baby from daycare? And I was like, no, hold on. I got to tell you about this. And she was like, I really don't care. And I was like, I am going to fall into the Grand Canyon. I know that this is going to happen. And I think this anxiety comes from the fact that I'm going to Vegas in two weeks. And obviously Vegas is not at the Grand Canyon, but I mean, it's a lot it's closer than I've closer ever been. closer than you've ever been in your life to the <laughs> yeah, Grand Canyon. Yeah. But also, like, you're probably not going to just, like, trip and fall a couple hundred miles. Be, like, at the Bally's Casino and be like, oh, my God, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> How far I've fallen is and I can't get up because I died. Literally, when I typed, I got, how far is the Gur? And it said, how far <laughs> is the Grand Canyon from Las Vegas? How far is it? Is it like 100 miles? It is, is it like 274.9 miles? miles. That is a drive. I will not be able to do that. That's a Dr. Ive. Four hours and 16 minutes. Yeah. I think if I rack up that kind of miles on my rental car, my company's going to be like, where did you go? The actually, Grand Canyon? And I'll be yes. like, yes, I did. And I'll be happy to report I did not fall in. I did not fall in. <laughs> I thought about falling in a lot, uh, but I didn't do it. <laughs> Just as a follow-up, uh, I, I texted Emily and said, I've never been more proud of you. And she said, me? Question mark, question mark. What did I do? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I said, Tyler just told me about the Gatorade. And she responded, Bahaha, yellow Gatorade is for plebes. <laughs> Yo, Gatorade is the best Gatorade. It's literally the I'm worst. So... It's the vanilla ice cream of drinks. Let me tell you something about vanilla ice cream. Dear listener, if you love vanilla ice cream, that's okay. Don't let your friends go to an ice cream store and be like, hey, you suck because you like vanilla ice cream. And when you're playing code names with your friends. I'm sorry. If you go to an ice cream, like a like a, like an ice cream shop, if you go into Blue Cow Ice Cream and you're like, uh, yeah, let me get the vanilla. I'm going to look <laughs> at you like you have a full lobster crawling out of your nose. Can I tell you, I went to Blue Cow this week. You'd be so proud of me. I got ice cream. And we got a flight and we got all weird flavors. And uh, the first bite of the goat cheese and blueberry was was my favorite but then following that up the salted caramel ganache was that sounds really good resistance. yeah yeah also yeah the goat cheese things are usually like a first bite thing yeah and i was like oh my god you have to i don't like it anymore yeah, it's like Pepsi. <laughs> and Pepsi just sucks. No, 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 no. The first sip of a Pepsi is better than a whole bottle of Coca-Cola, but every other sip of Coca-Cola is better than every other sip of Pepsi. Like, every, the whole bottle of Coke is better than the second sip of Pepsi. That's why they used to do the Pepsi challenge. They knew people would win because they only made them take one, they knew Pepsi would win because they made them take one sip. People were like, oh yeah, Pepsi's that, really sweet, think, this is dope. I think that they won because Pepsi was like, I will give you $500 to say Pepsi is no, better. No, 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 it was like, it was a blind taste test. Yeah, I'll give you $500 to say the first drink is better. Okay, I'm going to need you to go on YouTube um, 
not during this recording because it takes like 17 minutes. But I'm gonna need you to listen, to talk to Malcolm Glad or listen to Malcolm Gladwell talk about uh, about spaghetti sauce. There, it's all the same, right? No, you need no? to watch everybody listening to this podcast right now. Needs to go for well, no, you need to finish the episode and then you need We've to. We've already go got to, the download. Go to YouTube.com <laughs> and type in Malcolm Gladwell spaghetti sauce TED Talk. Do you think? Do you th- tell me honestly, Ethan? Blind taste test. Could you identify Pepsi, Coca Cola, Dr Pepper, and I could, a fourth? First of all, beverage? I could definitely identify which one of those three is Dr Pepper. The one that tastes like Dr Pepper. The one that tastes different. Yes. I don't know if I could do it, man. I, I know I could do the Dr. Pepper part. I think if you, I think the harder challenge is the Coke versus Pepsi than the Coke, like first Diet Coke. Thing. Diet Coke tastes completely different than Coke. Yeah. Everybody who says that Diet Dr. Pepper tastes exactly like regular Dr. It Pepper. Does. It tastes it's, exactly They're the lying same. to themselves. No. It may be, you can think it's a very good diet soda all you want, but ne- it, it, no taste test ever. Would somebody be like, these are both regular Dr. Pepper? Here's the thing is if regular Dr. Pepper is like a 10 on how good it is or, or how much it tastes like Dr. Pepper, diet Dr. Pepper is like an eight on how much it tastes like Dr. Pepper. Whereas like Coca-Cola is a 10 on how much it tastes like Coca-Cola. Diet Coke is like a one. Like it's like, oh, this is a completely different beverage. No, so is Dr. Pepper, dude. I don't no, understand I this. I've never understood more. this. Dr. Pepper, I will say 10 this out of 10 tastes Dr. like Dr. Pepper and diet Dr. Pepper, 10 out of 10 tastes like diet Dr. Pepper. There's no overlap whatsoever. They could be different brands. I, I, I think you, I think you taste aspartame wrong it's disgusting what do you put in your coffee creamer because i love myself what kind of sugar i buy like creamer what kind of creamer um depends on the season no it doesn't i'll tell you i've 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 played around with depends upon the season my whole life what it comes down to is if it's not coffee mate french vanilla it's it's bust uh first of all i'm not buying anything from coffee mate ever why coffee mate is the yellow gatorade of coffee creamers it's for plebs no plebes and uh just let's just let people enjoy things you know just a little uh i'm not you're you're the one criticizing me i know so but you're because i'm criticizing you for criticizing people no you're criticizing me for not liking coffee mate and also drinking creamer that isn't french vanilla coffee mate i've tried everything else and it all comes out truth be told i do not know who i have no idea who makes the coffee creamer that i have right now it is um stone cold not stone cold cold stone melted ice cream flavored how do you do you ever drink your coffee black just because yeah yeah me too i will also drink it with a packet of sugar or a packet of sweet and low what kind of sugar oh sweet and low here we go that's aspartame okay you said you didn't like the way it tasted you said i told but if there's nothing else on the table i'm gonna drink that oh no i love aspartame i think what it is you've got a certain type of a palate that that really tastes the everything's made of chemicals but really tastes the chemicals yeah i'm dying anyway well we're done let's look at this let's look at the songs from frozen 2 that song is not called uh do you want to build a reindeer part two or whatever you said? You're right. It's called Reindeers Are Better Than People Continued. Nah. It's called like Lost yes, in the it Woods, is. isn't it? His next song is called Lost in the Woods, but 26 seconds. Oh my gosh, 26 seconds. Continue. You're complaining about 26 soundtrack. seconds before some of the best. Oh gosh, I just slacked my microphone. Before some of the best the soundtrack. The best stuff in the entire movie. You're going to complain about 26 seconds. No, I'm not complaining about it. I love the movie. I thought it was great. I, listen, I'm just saying there was no, a lot of callbacks. No, but you're like, oh, there's too saying- many callbacks. It's got 26 seconds. That's what he sounds like. I know. That's why I'm giving you the voice. What did you, what did you think of Lost in the Woods? That was a banger. I don't get the problem everybody has with it. I think it's just silly. Okay. And so what? So are, so are, it's not as silly as in summer. That's what gets me. Right, it makes about as much sense in the context, it, like the 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 actual scene surrounding it, not just the song, makes about as much context or about as much sense in the context of the movie as in Summer does, where Olaf's like dancing on beaches and stuff because he's daydreaming, which is exactly what Kristoff right. is doing in the song. And I thought the song was a banger. I have no problem with it. I don't feel like it would be out of place in any like modern musical. They all have not all of them, but a bunch of them have weird things they throw in there. Yeah. 
I would agree. I love John. I love Groff Sauce. You know what I'm saying? Don't, like, don't say that in front of me. I love Groff Sauce. I'm seeing Hamilton this Sunday. This white man won a it? Tony. Well, he was. He won a Tony for it. He was nominated not, for Tony for it. Whatever. He's not touring with it. Leslie Odom no. Jr. got the Tony for it, but he did win a Tony for Spring Awakening for some stupid reason. Because he's Groff Sauce, and we all stand. I still disagree with him getting a, a Tony nominee for Hamilton, but I do too. I think that that's some bullcrap on the part of the 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 Tone Academy. Yeah, a, a cat Tony. Well, no, I thought he did a great job in this i enjoyed the song i thought it was really cool that they had like a big like musical number about a guy feeling vulnerable because somebody that he loved isn't around anymore i thought that was important i, agree. I, I felt i felt good about that i enjoyed the song um i enjoyed that he wasn't like just a duet between him and himself as sven because that got really <laughs> old really quickly are you talk for them too I thought that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, they had they all, and of course, obviously, that's the Disney thing is they all have like an archetype in the other community. Yes, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, um, I thought Anna figuring out who the guy was from the portrait was pretty good. Yes, I thought that was. A I good enjoyed callback. that. She's like framing him up. Yeah, she's like Lieutenant Matthias, third portrait on the left. I thought that was good. Um, I thought it was good that there was a black man leading the military in Norway. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Just sort of any Very. inclusion. Yeah. I know that was, um, that was probably one, a tough one to pitch. The but. one thing I did think we were missing, and this is why I think Frozen 1 is so good, is because it really hits you square across the jaw within the first five minutes with Do You Want to Build a Snowman playing. Yes. That song is just absolutely brutal. Yes. Because like, all of a sudden. It's so happy, and then it's not. Yes. And that is what this movie was missing. And obviously it wouldn't work like that right off the gut or off the bat. But that 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 was kind of a punt that this one was missing. Although I did love Kristen Bell's song. Which one? Something's Never Change? Or No, no, no. Hers, like whatever it's called. I don't know what they're called. Well, I'm looking at it right now. The one she sings at the end is the next right thing. It's like the last song. Yeah. Uh, The one, her solo number. Yeah. Yeah. That was absolutely, I I was moved to tears. Evan Rachel Wood. Is that a man or a woman's name? That is a woman. That's the mom. Ah, she is the lead in, um, the female lead in Westworld, which is why I know her name. Oh, I was also in Westworld. Yeah. So that was, uh, that she is a woman. Um, yes, she is the mom. She does the, the really, really ominous song. All is found. Yeah. So what, did you have any issues with this film, Ethan? Not really. Tell you the truth. I, I, I've been trying to find one for the next, or for the last three days. What did you think of, uh, Olaf getting Spider-Man, of getting dusted, Thanos right out? It was just a moment. At no point did I think that Olaf wasn't going to come back. Yeah, same. Like, that didn't feel like there was any real stakes to it. But it was a sad, touching Uh moment, and then it gives Anna a chance to sing a song. And I was very... Like I said, I was very stoked for how far Kristen Bell has come in the intervening years. I thought she was a good singer in the first and, one. Nah. I just disagree. She was the you. obvious weak point, bud. She wasn't Adina Menzel. I actually will say this about Adina Menzel in this one is every time she sang as Elsa, I was like, that voice is too big. Yeah. It, I the, was the, like, that was the thing is the songs are so much smaller in this movie. Yes. It really felt like they were there. They're, it feels like they're going to do something big on Broadway with it. Oh, yeah. I do think it'll be very easily adapted to Broadway. Oh, you could stage it tomorrow. Your sets are literally like sheets of white <laughs> um like half this movie is spent in like misty forests and caves yes like you're good you could stage this you could teach this to the current broadway frozen cast next week i think the challenge is the uh water horse the horse made of water how are you gonna put that on a stage because yeah i will not accept horse made of anything but water well you're gonna let me let me tell you a thing or two about um the broadway adaptation of the lion king you're gonna or be any really of those lions made of water no but they're also not made of lion I get the like the magic of the stage, but if it's just a balloon animal, I don't think it's going to be a balloon animal. I think it's going to be like <laughs> several people and some like you know like some 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 wavy fabric. What's the name of that horse? If you had to name that horse right now, what would you name it? 
There's a good joke here somewhere, but I don't know what it is. His name's Carl. No, that's not a good joke. Yeah, I've decided. This is the water horse. His name is Carl. Shallow facts. Shallow facts. Shadow wax. Wax isn't water? I don't know how to tell you, you that. But he waxed them. That's what he did. What? What do you think of these? So this movie came with covers of like every song in the movie from like pop stars. Have you listened to the Panic at the Disco Into the Unknown? I mean, I listened to it in the theater. Were you like, okay, Brendan, that's nice. Or were you like, this is cool. I have no I, idea yeah, how I, I this feel was about like, it. This is my least favorite thing I think Panic! at the Disco's ever done. Really? Yeah, I immediately, it just, there's no, it's got no heart to it. It's Brendan Urie being like, I can sing really high, look at this! It sounds he like he that- recorded it, and like somebody called him and sent him the words. He was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> give me 20 minutes. It just, it's got no emotion to it at all. It has horns, I like that. I'm listening to it now. I listen like the first five seconds of the theater because I was like, I want to go home. Right, that doesn't have anything to do with Brendan Urie. Well, I know, but it has I guarantee you, with- I would bet you money he was sent a backtrack. <laughs> um, I do like the uh, Casey Musgraves version of All Is Found, but this is not a new thing because they got um, Alicia Carta do uh, How Far I'll Go. Yeah, they and they did the same thing with Let It Go and Demi Lovato. Um, they do that on a lot of did movies. Did that play after the movie, though? Yeah. Did it? Huh. I don't know. I didn't see Frozen in theaters. I don't remember seeing Frozen in theaters, And I don't but watch I know the credits when I watch a movie at home. Do you just, like, okay, there's the climax. Click. No, I mean, I wait for the movie to end, and then I turn it off. I'm like, okay, what am I doing next? Watching another movie. Because it, it goes back to my, my days of DVDs, where if I let the credits play, it will inevitably just take me back to the freaking uh, menu. The looping menu yeah. screen, yeah. I'd be like, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Love is an open, let it go. <laughs> uh, you might want to revisit this Into the Unknown thing. This thing's pretty cool. I'm listening to it right now. This is a pretty cool little little track they got coming on here. I, I mean, I was doing the theater. I just wasn't impressed. I also don't think there's any value to be had from... Sitting around going, oh, it's the best thing about the movie. If you guys heard this, oh my god, Panic! The Disco did cover this. No, I think the movie. I'm not not calling you out. The 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 person that was just called out knows who they are. I did. I don't know. I uh, I'm really excited. I do think I'm going to Disney in three weeks. Here's my thing, though. I I, I'm sorry, but what what you were saying, I have one more thought to go on into the unknown because I just let's do it again. Part of it again is like Brendan Urie. When you do the version of the greatest show, you know, it's like yeah, oh, you're really flex on Hugh Jackman, but like it's a dynamic. Zell. Yeah, you're not gonna flex on a Dina It's Manziel. like your version might be very good, but you're not you're not gaining ground there. No, she's straight up better than you. She's I mean she's the voice of a generation. Like there aren't people like that. Anyway, you're going to Disney in like three weeks. Yeah, what's up? I'm Except curious. Like I'm curious. Weeks. I know. I'm curious how uh, Frozen Two is gonna play into that with with Star Wars coming out and and all the other property. You know, of course, Avengers this year. I'm just curious how how big Frozen is going to be there in January. I mean, I believe when... that the Frozen Castle and the Star Wars land or in different parks. I believe you're correct. I'm really excited for Galaxy's Edge. If it seems like it seems like the Disney parks probably have their infrastructure pretty ready to go when it comes to putting out new movies. I would agree like, with you that. Like, you know, they got a they got a street date on that thing where you're like, tomorrow you're frozen too, Elsa. Right. <laughs> you wear the new costume and you put yeah. your hair down. Yeah. You look cooler, more adult. Yes, you are more grown up. You have matured. You are no longer queen of Arendelle. You're, you are Mother Nature look, herself. Here, here, I'm gonna need you. Hey, Sadie person that plays Elsa, I'm gonna need you to be drawn better tomorrow. <laughs> you know your name's Sadie? I, it's just the first female name that popped into my head that wasn't Elsa. Jamie. <laughs> Would you ever name your child Elsa? No. Absolutely not. That yeah, is a like thing about- that is a thing that this movie has ruined. What? Naming your kid Elsa. Uh, why? Because then you're that person that named your kid after Frozen. You can't you can't be that person. What about Anna? Um that's no. That's not how American names work. That's Anna. We call that Anna. I think it was A-N-A. You'd know that's Anna. Nope, that's still Anna. I think you could name a kid Anna. I don't know how you would would communicate that. Uh, To a substitute teacher? I don't want my my kid to be named anything.
anything they're gonna have to correct the teacher of like actually it's pronounced this Okay, yeah, so that sucks for, like, what, 12 days in your first 18 years, but... No, it's it's much more than that. Because, like, look how, often we get, the phone. look how often we get texts from Mary Clay about pe people getting her name wrong. That's true. I don't want to saddle my but kid with somebody getting their name wrong constantly forever. I don't know. I feel like if, the, if you call Anna and she's like, thank you for calling WBNE, this is Anna. I don't know. I just feel like uh, my kid's already going to have a name that's spelled wrong. Why is your kid name? Oh, Edgehill? Yeah. And believe it or not, Kate gets it just as often as I do. Because she spells Kate wrong. She, well, she spells Kate wrong, but her last name's also spelled wrong. Is it two T's or one? It's two L's and two T's. Yeah, I would have thought two L's. Obviously, not E L I O T is a name. Eliot makes that you first definitely e can't, long. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't name my kid Elsa. Like, give it uh, maybe ten years. What about Maui? Would you name your child Maui? No, I am white. Yeah, I feel like that'd be insensitive. Although I feel like you could have said the same thing about Dwayne Johnson's kids or Dwayne Johnson's parents. Like, don't name your kid Dwayne. He's not white. <laughs> Is Dwayne a white name? Yeah. Oh, like Dwight is a white name. That's the same name. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Anyway, yeah, I would not name my kid Maui. I would not name my kid Moana. I would not name my kid Auli Caravallo. Would you name your kid Steve Rogers? That's the real question. Yeah. One one name, no space. Yeah. Steve this Rogers, Alexander Etchell. Yes. Who would be like, oh, S-R-A-E. Like, no, 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 no. Just S-A-E. Just S. <laughs> Just S. <laughs> as, my, as America's... <laughs> It's America's hey, butt right there. Is that short for Steven? <laughs> no, it's short for Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other that is that short for? I, I do love the tweet. It's like, I'm going to name my kid Mayonnaise and then call her May. Some people are like, hey, May, what is that short for? Nothing. <laughs> Definitely not Mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. No, it's short for Lizard. Liz. Liz and Lizard. That's yeah, Liz and Lizard. Although they, they get some pretty wackadoo names out of the name Elizabeth. Lizzie, Beth, Betty. Yeah. Eliza, my Eliza's expecting me. That one could be shaken out a, a bunch of ways. Ellie, would you name your kid uh, Elsa? I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed. I think I'd have other names picked out first. I do like starting the names without vowels, though. That's that's uh that's a worthwhile tradition. There's lots of vowel names that aren't there are Elsa. a lot of vowel names. Lots of names uh, like Olivia. Yeah, you should that's name the I'll next. You, my... you should have a uh, another daughter named Olive just to really screw them both up. Or just Olivia again. <laughs> Olivia too. The sequel. <laughs> That's her middle name. The Just... sequel. <laughs> you think they'd let me if I was in the hospital and they're like, what are you going to name her? I'd be like, Olivia. They'd be like, uh, are you sure? I like, like, yeah. This is the crazy thing is they always talk about like other countries where like in America, you can name your kid whatever you want. You yeah. know, as long as it's not like hate speech or whatever. And even then. It's like if I wanted to name my kid, like if I want to name my kid Neckbeard Daniel Carlin Edgehill, like, <laughs> they'd be like, I mean, that's a weird call, but okay. But they talk about other countries. Like, in Italy, it's, like, against the law to name your daughter Andrea. And it's like, really? do they have a cop standing at the hospital? Like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Chow, 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 buddy. Let's not. Nah, can't do that. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs. Let's, uh... <laughs> He's just like, hey, oh, I just said food. Uh, can I tell you something about being sick? I haven't eaten anything all day. I had some, well, except for one thing. I had a except bowl for of, <laughs> except for the Chick-fil-A. I had a bowl of uh, Chick-fil-A soup, which by the way, well done Chick-fil-A on the soups. Very good. Very good. That is some uh, kind of self-control I don't have. What? To pull up to the self the, to roll the Chick-fil-A Chick and be window. like, yeah, can I get a large soup? <laughs> it's really good. You should try it. Uh, but even that, uh, I don't feel like it's going to stay down here much longer. And not to mention, that's all I've eaten 
eaten today and I'm not hungry, which is very weird. I will say yesterday I did eat a lot. Yeah. Ethan watched my plate as it grew and grew and then as it shrank and shrank. As it vanished. I, I, I almost bit into the plaster. What are plates made out of? Porcelain. Porcelain. Plaster is what your walls are made of. <laughs> I know. I was like, that can't be right. I mean, it'd probably be equally gross to eat. <laughs> That's a video challenge right there. Taste nope. test. Can you tell the difference between porcelain and plaster? <laughs> it's like crunching, but it's deadly. Here's the thing. It's really sharp. Dear $10 a month listener, I know that you keep hearing me burp, and I'm sorry that I keep doing that, but if I wasn't burping, I would be vomiting. Do we need to go so. ahead and wrap this up? <laughs> uh, where are we? Hold on. Let's see. Are we at Are we at a point? We're at an uh, hour we 11. Get, like, let's get like five more minutes of genuine content. Okay. Genuine content. Like we haven't been very funny content. on this episode. And not that I'm trying you to know, say like, oh, hey, let's make a pact to be funny for the next five minutes, because that just won't turn out right. But like, we've just talked about a movie. How do you make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. Ten tickles. <laughs> Uh, is that the answer? That's the only joke I've ever heard. That's not true. Is that the actual answer, though? Yeah. Okay. Just the way yeah. you said it was like, oh, um, my God, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> no, you like, give it a Actually, feather. I was going to say you throw them at the wall. <laughs> Your answer is way better, man. Oh, hold on. There is a type of joke. I'm just going to read the internet because this is what our podcasting has devolved to. Uh, hold on. Hold on. You've got to. Are you ready? Oh, my God. These are so bad. No, I don't like any of these. Knock, knock. Who's there? To. To who? To whom? That's all I got. There's so a I lot of these to, jokes. I Google searched <laughs> top 10 jokes of all time. Yeah. What do you and got? I got to a uh, list. It says top 100. It's, it's short-funny.com. Top 100 funny jokes. <laughs> and the list starts with two. Not one, two. And uh, not 100. Not 100. It starts with two. What's the number two best joke ever? Uh, it's, it's, or is it um, super racy? It's not. It's not particularly funny either. And it's a little bit dark, but see, I've doctor, got some dark jokes here. This, these are, these are three quotes. It's like, a, it's like a meme. You got it. It'd be better read but it says, doctor, I'm sorry, you suffer from a terminal illness and only have 10 to live. Patient, what do you mean 10? 10 what? Months? Weeks? Doctor, nine. Oh, I didn't like that. Now I'm yeah. sad. I've got one here. No, I don't want to read the bad ones because they make me sad. Oh, I used to think this is the funniest joke in high school. Ethan, what's green and has wheels? I don't know. Grass. I lied about the wheels. <laughs> Antijokeapple.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, shoot, this, man. This one's not not half bad. Job interviewer. And where would you see yourself in five years, Mr. Jeffries? Mr. Jeffries. Personally, I believe my biggest weakness is listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a good question. As though the answer to any job interview is anything other than sitting in that chair. I mean, where do yeah. I see myself in five years? Not here. <laughs> Doctor, you're obese. Patient. For that, I definitely want a second opinion. Doctor, you're ugly too. <laughs> oh, man. Even <laughs> Two donkeys are a roadside. One asked the other, should we cross? And the other shakes his head and said, no way. Look what happened to the zebra. Ha! This is the crosswalk. Oh, I get it. I get it. Do you remember back in probably 2002, Super Bowl? This is going to be the only, I'm not, you don't have to beep this because it was in a commercial. They're watching the football game, but the football was played by like Lions and the Serengeti. And there's two guys watching and the one guy goes to the other guy, he goes, man, that ref's a real jackass. And the other guy goes, I don't know. It looks like a zebra to me. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> All right, these are bad oh, jokes. Shortfunny.com. Uh, oh, well, hold on, was... hold on. We've got top ten funniest jokes from the 2019 Joke Festival. Never mind, these I are videos. Joke Fest. This, hold oh, on. Oh yeah, that list also starts with two. I don't know what's going on here. Everybody knows there's no best joke. Best joke's best the one you're telling right now. One liner of all time. While you're looking that up, I've been watching the movie Britney Runs a Marathon. Holy crap! 
if you want to be inspired and you want to cry, uh, get very sick and then watch that movie and then you'll cry and be inspired. But then you'll also be like, I want to go for a run, but you can't because you're super sick and it's what very is this cold movie? outside. Brittany runs a marathon. I've never heard of that. Oh, it's very good. I think it came out this year or last year. It's about this girl who uh, runs a New York City marathon, but it's like, I don't know, it follows her journey. It's very good. You should watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Fair. Critical acclaim. Lots of very what good. people a lot, of, a lot of shaky hand camera work. Lots of what people consider the top jokes ever uh, involve death. Yes. Yes, I would agree with that. I will say like two of the top jokes on antijoke.com. One of them is what's worse than finding a worm in your apple? The Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> anti-jokes, man. The like third this one, one says, this one says I want to die why, peacefully. Why did, my, what? Uh, the third one is why did the boy drop his ice cream? Because he was hit by a bus. Oh, there's a good, pretty good string of jokes. Um, uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, this is a pretty decent joke. It's a bunch of questions, though, so you got to answer them. Okay, I'm here. There are 500 bricks on a plane. One falls off. How many are left? 499. 499. What are the three steps to putting an elephant in the fridge? Uh, uh, it's like take out, take out something and then put the elephant in. No, nope. right? you just got to open the door, put the elephant in, close the door. Okay. What? Are, oh my God, this is a d- ad for for Michael <laughs> Bloomberg for president. Uh, oh man, presidential ad campaigns frustrate me. What are the four steps to putting a giraffe in the fridge? Uh. Open the door, take the elephant out, put the giraffe in, close the door. Correct. The Lion King is having a birthday party. All the animals attend but one. Which animal is it and why? The giraffe. He's in the fridge. Yep. Sally wants to cross an alligator-infested river. There's no bridge and only one way she can get across is by swimming. She swims across and or she swims across and makes it to the other side safely. Why? Uh, the alligator was hit by the brick. Nah, you jumped a step. Oh, dang. The alligator at the birthday party. Ah. Uh, Sally dies anyway. Why? She was hit by the brick. Yep. One time... <laughs> Kate texted me and she's like, I have a joke for you, but you got to respond. And I was like, okay. And she goes, there are 500 bricks on a plane. One falls off. How many are left? And I said in all caps, she got hit by the brick. (laughs) (laughs) Kate responded, (laughs) I hate you. (sighs) That comes up on my time hop because I saved that question and that makes me laugh once a year. I'm glad that that makes you laugh. I hope that all things bring you joy and happiness and you never experience pain ever. And this very realistic expectation is to be met. And if you are not happy all the time, I want you to feel like you're disappointing me. Um, Man, Tyler gets really really boring when he's sick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be boring. I'm just trying to stay alive. You're not, I mean, you're not being boring. Boring's the wrong word. You get really, I didn't want to say morbid, but like really just like morbid, aggressive, huge bummer. (laughs) You know, Tyler, I'm going to tell you, being sick has historically not been your thing, but like you got a kid now. I know. I'm going to get sick all the time. I'm so not looking forward to it. Oh, my God. I'm so not looking forward to it. You know, it's like being sick, it's the worst. Worst. I will I will tell you uh I will tell you this one thing. I never get sick like ever and then when i do I, like right now my fever is under 100 and i have a pretty normal body temperature maybe like a 98.2 you know, a little lower than 98.6 uh but like i do not have a severe fever right now but the achiness and the cold shivers and the chills like i if, if anybody gets the man cold it's me i am useless when sick the thing is is a lot of the times i'd rather be like properly sick to the point where i'm like throwing up and stuff instead of because just like- i don't want to having it because at least if i'm throwing up i feel like i'm doing something like or you're justified in being yeah, sick I'm justified in being sick instead of being like i gotta stay home from work i have a really bad man cold and i'm miserable right. i cannot move i cannot I got I, a, i'm tired of playing pokemon is what's happening i got a really bad man cold one time where like it was like five straight days where i'd feel fine in the morning and then by like three o'clock i would just have this awful fever going on i'd go home and like get off work at six i'd go home and wrap myself up and go to sleep at like seven o'clock and wake up the next morning like man i feel great I got 15 hours of sleep. Awesome. (laughs) Nothing possibly could be wrong with me now. And then again at three o'clock, I'm like, oh God. 
Oh god, this is how I die. <laughs> this is how it ends. Not with a bang, but with whatever this is. <laughs> this awful man cold. Alright, let's let's wrap. Thank you so much for listening well, to this Bacon is a story and Eggs. All about how Tyler is sick and did an episode anyway. Thank you for listening to Bacon and Eggs. If I was to get frozen to shoot a breakfast food, it'd be like an uncrustable. Right? It's already frozen, but then you leave it out for a little while and it's not frozen. And it's full of all the things you love, like peanut butter and jelly. Or if you're not big on jelly, there are other options, like other flavors of jelly or honey. <laughs> like other flavors <laughs> of jelly. <laughs> or honey. Or I think you can get all peanut butter ones now. But that just... I was a peanut butter only sandwich man for You've 20 years. always been able to get all peanut butter Uncrustables. Okay. I was a peanut butter only sandwich man for 20 years. And let me tell you what happened is one day I bit into one and I was like, oh, this is the driest thing on earth. Yeah. When My they mouth say is it, stuck. Right, when they say it's a dry heat, they meant this. It's just white bread and peanut butter. <laughs> Thawed. Okay, so it's, uh, is it, is it, are you a, ye- uh, not a yellow. Are you a red or a purple Uncrustable man? I'm a purple, yeah. but I do like the yellow, which is honey. I really like those. Is it yellow? Yeah. Oh. If it's not, then whatever the honey one Yeah, is, I didn't know it was really actually like yellow. Those. I was just, I was stuck on the Gatorade thing. Um. Well, purple, purple Uncrustables, now we're talking about some pedestrian jank right here. I mean, yeah, but purple Uncrustables smack. Purple Uncrustables wait for crosswalks, okay? Yeah, for That's... sure, but they are delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Grape I'm jelly just... is, like, the predominantly grape thing I like other than grapes. I like wine. If there's anything that tastes less like grapes than grape soda, it's wine. Yes. Like, I've never drank a good wine and been like, ah, this tastes like a grape. But, like, this tastes <laughs> like wine. This tastes like wine. This is what wine tastes like. It's, like, almost like grape but super full of alcohol. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, the, the Uncrustable, I think, is the clear answer here. Uh, Wait, you eat Uncrustables for breakfast? You never had an Uncrustable for breakfast? you never been like, oh, man, I'm running late. No, they're late. designed. They're literally made to, like, thaw in your child's lunchbox. Yeah. Well, you never been running late to get your kid to daycare at 8 a.m. and then be at work at 1030. Sometimes you throw an Uncrustable in the truck. You know, those are days where breakfast doesn't happen. Well, it can, because if you have Uncrustables in the freezer... Bing, bang, boom. Breakfast on the go. So you're just going to eat a mostly frozen Uncrustable on the way to work. Two hours after you pull it out, it's not frozen at all. Two hours? When did you say two hours? I said baby's got to be at daycare at eight. Work starts at 1030. How long does it take you to get your baby to daycare? She doesn't have to be there at eight, but I like to get there early, maybe bust out the bacon and eggs laptop and get to work on some of that stuff. Eight o'clock in early, get some OT. That time and a half is real nice when you got a child. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with I'm with fast food restaurants here, man. Breakfast stops at 1030. Except McDonald's is all day breakfast I had a fight with a Chick-fil-A the other day. It was like, it was like 10 14 a.m right and i was like hi i know it's not technically you know lunchtime but can i just get an eight count nugget and they were like uh no breakfast time i was like cool i'm gluten free can i get an eight count chicken mini with no buns and the woman was just like those are just nuggets and i'm like yep they're also covered in bread i said no buns yeah but the nugget is bread yeah but they can't they can't call me out on that <laughs> but she just she immediately saw through what I was doing. And she was like, "Fine." I was like, I- "Anywhere else, I would feel bad, but it is the same ingredients. You put your chicken nuggets on a bun. They're so good. Have you ever had chicken minis? I oh have, but I was not in the mood for the like yeasty roll. Oh, so good. All right, the big board. Is this better than Jumanji? Welcome to the jungle. No. Okay. Is it better than Coco? No. Is it better than 10 things I hate about you? Yep. Okay. That it's easy enough. I was okay with any of the following answers. Well, the thing is, uh, is it, it might be better than, this is where we're going to, this is the problem with putting Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle better, I mean, uh, ahead of Coco, because like this is probably objectively better than Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, but dis- disagree. it's not as good as Coco. I think, I think Coco is better as well as Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. 
those are fantastic. I just films. said this wasn't as good as Coco. Yeah, no, I I think the placement we have it at is per- perfect. Correct, but like I think we're gonna start running into things that are like clearly better than or not as good as Coco, but better than Jumanji. We may. That's how we get the end of the year roundup. Ugh. Yeah, the thing we totally did. Yes, the thing we totally did. Um. Well, anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, call that one good. Put it in the cans. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Bay and Eggs. You can find all of our social media in the description down below or above. I don't know how podcast app works, to be honest with you, but it's there. You can find us. Additionally, uh, this is the Bay and Eggs Network. We're a proud member, uh, founding members of the Bacon and Eggs Network. If you want to listen to another Bacon and Eggs show, check out this one. That's what I'm talking about follows me, Mary Clay Watt, on my journey through Lord of the Rings for the very first time. Join me each week as I have fans on as guests so we can talk all things rings. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get podcasts. Oh man, that's some funny stuff. That's some real funny stuff. I really like that. That's some funny stuff. Uh, I've been Tyler Carlin. Our graphics are by Vaishan Brandon. <laughs> of graphite uh and our music is by andrew scott bell at andrew scott bell music.com or andrew scott bell.com one of the two it's the one that does music um, that anyway andrew, uh, runs i've been ethan edgehill he's been tyler carlin and until next time arriba derchi all is found